I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. What's up, Happy Lifers? Oh yeah, you know what that means, it's time, the fall is here, it's hoodie weather, and it's time for Halloween. The holidays are upon us, well, some don't think that Halloween is is one of the holidays in the holiday season, I don't know who decides that, but I like to start the holiday season early at Happy Life Studios because holidays are happy, that's why we call them Happy Holidays, so... We're going to talk a little bit about Halloween the next couple of weeks, and we're going to start this week with I can't that a, nightmare a Nightmare on My Street. What's up, Happy Lifers? Thanks for joining us. I want to talk about A Nightmare on My Street. You might think, well, there's no nightmare on my street. Oh, yes, there is. I mean, all you have to do is look around. In our world today... Everyone is touched by something going on. And Halloween is a holiday. It's funny, they call it Happy Holidays, and Halloween is a holiday. And we even say Happy Halloween, but in a lot of ways, Halloween is about representing anything but happy. It's representing fear. It's representing scary. And we're in a situation in our world right now that's scary for a lot of people. And you know what? To be honest, There's scary stuff happening all over the world all the time, but we don't really pay attention to it until it comes on our street. street. And one thing about this pandemic that's going on, it's hitting everybody. It's all around. It's it's on our street, and we don't we don't pay attention to homelessness until they start moving into our neighborhood with their with their tent city, or we don't pay attention to human trafficking until we meet someone who has someone who is who is abducted, or or we until there's some personal connection there. We don't always connect with that until the nightmare comes to my street. My street. We don't really notice. Well, I want to talk to you about two happy lifers that contacted me back to back. They live thousands of miles away from each other. They don't even know each other, but their stories are quite similar. So let me explain. The first one was over the phone, and and he's one of our biggest happy lifers, one of our biggest fans, and he spends his life making other people happy all the time. That's kind of how he got into this nightmare on his street. You want to talk about some stress. His niece is going through some serious stuff. His niece was going through some some custody battles and she had to leave her the the house that she was living in with her with her fiance and I won't get into all the details of it but she had to pull away from that. She had to leave that situation and not only did she end up leaving the the father of her child, she left her fiance. And not only did she leave her fiance, she left the home that she was living in and had all of her stuff in, and now she has no place to go, but she had to leave. You want to talk about a nightmare, nightmare on, on my street. street? That's what she was in. But thank God for this happy lifer who is in her life that's actually her uncle. And so he opens up his house because he's got a spare bedroom. Now, I've been in their house, and their house, every space in their house is basically taken. Their house is pretty full, and they've got a a fun, loving family, but all the space is taken, and they have one space where they do a lot of their, their schooling and stuff, but there's also a futon in there that, that people can, can stay in. And so they opened up their house to their niece 
even though the house is already packed, it's already full of things. And now, not only just her niece, but her niece and her baby are trying to fit in this the space. They're trying to make room for it. And not only that, but now she had to move out of the house. She had to bring all of her stuff along with her. They have attic space, and and uh, and he has made attic space up there. And he had a separate space set aside for himself to put stuff up in the attic and to talk about redoing the attic and making it kind of a man cave kind of thing. But that thing got completely full because she's got a lot of items that she's collected over the years, right? And so now that attic is full, and there's more space in the house has room for. So now there's all these boxes, and there's boxes everywhere now. These guys are so cool that they are part of a co-op, part of a, a food bank where they're always giving away food. And often, oftentimes their house is full of all this food that they give away to other people that need it. So their, their, their house, all their closets, everything is full. If it's not full of living things, it's full of food and extra food that they give away to people. And now the niece moves in with all this living stuff and all this stuff for their baby. And, and there's all these boxes along the side of the wall in front of the fireplace. Everywhere you go, there's boxes everywhere. So now they're, they're home that, that was full, but it was livable. It was comfortable for them. But now, there's boxes everywhere like they're moving, and they're all along the wall. So now you're always seeing the boxes. Now you've got a young lady there, though, though even though she's related to she, now she's got a baby in the house. That changes everything as well. Now on top of that, her mom, his sister, his wife's sister-in-law, came along to help along too. So also now she's living in the house as well. Now their children are in their rooms, and, and the house is getting smaller and smaller and smaller by the minute. So now you got the niece, you got the baby, you got the niece's mom living there, and now the house is even more packed and full. And now you've got basically two families living together in the, in the same unit, and, and that's cool. But you talk about a nightmare on my street. That wasn't something these guys planned on, but we don't always plan on everything. That happens in life. No one planned on a virus hitting our world. No one planned on a pandemic coming in and interrupting all of 2020, right? We don't plan on hurricanes. We don't plan on, on the storms of life that hit us. We don't always plan on the nightmare on my street. No one goes to bed hoping they're going to have a nightmare, right? We go to bed and sometimes nightmares just happen. And they're happening all around the world all the time. We just don't always notice because the nightmare hasn't come to my street yet. But now it has. And so... This happy lifer is at work now, and he gets a call from his sister that's living in the house with her daughter, his niece. I'm hoping you're, I'm hoping you're following all this. I'm trying to keep it as succinct as possible, but it's hard for me because I don't always have the greatest memory, so I know I'm going to be missing a lot of stuff. So the picture I'm going to give you, I promise you, it's so much even bigger than the pictures I'm giving you. I'm just trying to give you a snapshot of it. Anyway, his sister calls him while he's at work, and he's been working six days a week, 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day. I mean, he's been working constantly. He gets a call and says, your carpet's all wet. It's soaking wet. And so all these boxes are around here. And now the carpet is wet down this one hallway. And um, he said, okay, I'll take care of it when I get home from work. But she said, no, you need to come home and take care of it now because it's all soaking wet. And now he's at work and he's like, I can't take off work. I have to, when I get home, and the carpet's soaking wet. He's thinking it was in the foundation. It's just on a, on a cement slab. And, um, and he's thinking you have to dig up the slab. Well, they end up finding the leak and it was up in the attic where all these boxes are stored, right? But he finds a leak up in the attic. He fixes it. 
he gave me all the details of how he fixed it. Just trust me, it was a very elaborate thing. He's he's cutting pipes, he's replacing pipes, he got the whole thing fixed. The next day, he's at work, the same thing happens again. A nightmare on my street. So then he has to come home. He found out the part of the problem was one of the pipes got plugged, and then he had to move the pipes around. He's and he's putting the pipes down through walls. He's he's. I mean, it's. <laughs> It's just scary, right? He's just in this situation, and right now there's no way out. I mean, he would do it in a heartbeat, and I imagine many of you, if not all of you, would probably do it as well. Sometimes life happens, and you just, I just love it. You know, I heard this stat once that said, we have more spare bedrooms in America anyway than we have homeless people. Just think about that for a little bit. And here's a family that's doing something about it. They saw someone who was in need, and even though it's scary, they brought them into their home, and even though they're family, it's still, I just want you to imagine two families living together like that and all the stress of it going on with a baby and with a, and not to, not to mention the stress of the custody battle, of, of having to move out of that house situation, and all that's going on. I couldn't imagine carrying all that. And then trying to have soaking wet carpet that now, I mean, I just, it's a nightmare, nightmare on my street. I get done talking to that person on the phone, and then I have an appointment. And in my appointment, I'm talking to someone else who's helping me, one of the assistants for the appointment, and they start talking about what happened with them. They decided that they were going to build a house, and they sell their house, right? And in the process of their house getting sold, COVID-19 hits. And all of a sudden now, they can't build their house because covid hits and all construction is shut down. Not to mention the price of lumber. Um, I've got a brother-in-law and sister-in-law who are building their house right now and the cost of lumber just shot up through the roof. They're in the process of building their house too and COVID hits and I just can't imagine during the middle of that pandemic. So all of a sudden now they've moved all the stuff. They sold their house already. They sold the house before COVID hit. As soon as they sell the house, COVID hits, maybe it's their fault. <laughs> you know, uh, obviously I'm just kidding, but you know, and COVID hits and all of a sudden now they can't start building their new house. So all of a sudden now they've got all their stuff in boxes moving and they have to move into Airbnb, a bed and breakfast. And, and they're in this small little studio room in this bed and breakfast and COVID hits and they are stuck at home. Her husband, her husband um, is, you know, she she gets to travel in and out of work after the after the quarantine was released. She's traveling, but he still had to stay in that small little I don't know how many square foot, but there wasn't many square foot three hundred square four hundred square feet with all their stuff from their house in there with them while they have to wait for their house to get built. So the house gets finished, and they're trying to move in the in the midst of it all. And there's so much more even to that story, but I just want you to get the picture here. You want to talk about a nightmare on my street. Here's two happy lifers telling me these stories, and they both have something in common. What they have in common is something I want to talk about more of in this episode. I just felt that I should talk a little bit more on what I said. I don't remember which episode it was in. I couldn't find it, but I remember I did talk about the transition of moving my wife's office from one room to a space adjacent to it, no walls or anything. All we had to do was just move her stuff eight yards, 10 yards away, something like that. And what it did to her house, the havoc it wreaked on her house. I mean, we have boxes everywhere. This happened months ago. And we still have boxes that we haven't put away or not sure where to put them away. Uh, Goodwill has gotten all sorts of boxes from us. But that transition, the, the, the amount of energy it takes to just move from one room, from one spot 
to another is absolutely huge. Talk about a nightmare on my street. street. Transition is that for a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people, I was going to say a lot of us, but I don't think I'm, I'm really in that category. But I've got a lot of friends who are, including my wife. And a lot of people like to know what's happening next. They want to, they want to have it figured out. They want to have the list laid out. They want to, and all of a sudden you get ripped out of that. And your whole family, when your family, when your home situation changes and you can no longer just rest at home like you normally could, when you've got another family living with you or you're living in a bed and breakfast and, um, and, and you're stuck there all day long and you can't get out and yet you love to be with people and you can't, I mean, all, there's so many, I just want you to think about on my street. that these happy lifers were going through and they're in this transition. It's just like what I was going through, only mine is such a small thing, but I felt like I needed to talk more about the transition of moving my wife in one room to the next. I know I already talked about it, so that's why I called my friend and, and started talking about it, and that's when he opened up, well, you think that, you should listen to this about transition. Let me tell you where I've been the last couple months, and I, I couldn't believe the story. I mean, like I said, it was so much more intense than I even am talking about right here. I'm only giving you a part of the details of what's going on. But even to this day, the transition of moving my wife from one space, I don't want to say rooms because there wasn't walls there, just moving her from one space to another. There's a, there's a scripture, there's a Bible verse that talks about moving from glory to glory. Basically, that means moving from one great place to another great place. And that's what's going on. I got another song I want to play for you. It's by Toby Mac. It's called Horizon. I feel the blood rushing through my veins I'm ready for change It's our destiny No separating us cause we're family Beautiful together I do believe We can do anything In his name A new day It's on the horizon That's what I'm talking about There's a new day on the horizon what I want to talk about is these people are in transition. They're trying to move from one space to the next. The family that is housing their niece and her mom and her baby are in transition from moving their house to back to normal. Like all of us want to get with, with this COVID thing, we want to get back to normal. But like I've said in the past, why go back to normal when you can move forward to the new thing from glory to glory, from great space to greater space. All things work together for good. There's another Bible verse that says that. And God wants to take us from a great place to a greater place. But to do that, there has to be transition in there somewhere. One day, this niece is going to be back into a house of her own and all this is going to be taken care of. And they're going to look back on that situation and they're all going to be high-fiving each other, at least inside going, that was really cool that we did that. Or that was really cool that they did that for me. I asked the other one that went through that transition that just recently moved into their house. And I said, what's it like living in your new house? She said, man, there's still so much to do in that house. But after being stuck in that Airbnb for all that time and not being able to build the house and not knowing if we're going to get the house built and how long this thing's, this pandemic is going to last, she said, the house feels amazing. She says, we're still in transition. There's all these things that we have to do in the new house and we have to make. But you know what? Compared to being in that small little tiny space in that Airbnb, this is just unbelievable. But if she didn't have that and she just moved into the new house, she'd probably look at her transition as, oh my goodness, why am I living in this house? This is crazy. I should have stayed in the old house. And she could have stayed in the old house, but she wouldn't have got into the new house. 
And we don't like change. We don't like transition. But you can't go to a greater thing unless there's a transition. To move from glory to glory, from great place to greater place, there's a transition time in there. When when we're morphing, when the caterpillar, when that very little kind of ugly caterpillar, maybe you like caterpillars, but I just think that they're just kind of ugly with a thousand little legs and all that type of stuff, turns into a beautiful butterfly. There has to be a transition space in there where it gets all by itself. It's alone in this cocoon, just sheltered in this cocoon all by itself. I don't know how long that, that period is that it turns from a caterpillar into a butterfly. And I can't imagine when that caterpillar turns into a butterfly, now it went in there and that space fit, that cocoon fit the caterpillar perfectly. But now it's sprouted wings. And those wings are, are, are enveloped all around that caterpillar. It probably can't, it's over its eyes, it's over the whole thing, right? And the, the caterpillar can't move at all until it gets so desperate for the caterpillar that the caterpillar has to start moving to break out of that. And that's when it's time to break out of it, when it's developed enough. But if it's not developed, then you can't, if you cut that caterpillar out of that cocoon and cut it out of that transition period, it will come out of that cocoon, not a full butterfly, just a partial butterfly, and it will not be able to function the way it needs to function. Don't rush the transition. I know we want to get beyond this COVID. I've, I've heard that so many times from people, and I'm not saying that I don't either, but I'm saying see it as the cocoon. See it as moving from a great place like my wife's old office to her newer office that's much more big. See it as my friend not just moving into the house that he's always lived in, that, that he loves it, but when his niece moves out, imagine what it's going to feel like knowing that he helped her in one of the biggest transitions of her life. And he was there for her. His wife was there for her. They're kids who are probably hiding in the rooms. And I know that. They're, they're kind of hidden in the rooms and they come out when the dad comes home at night, when he finally gets home after working all those hours, say, dad, can we go for a walk? How cool is that? Because before they never asked dad to go for a walk. They're on their video games. They're doing their own little thing. But now because it's transition period, they're wanting to go on a walk with dad. They're wanting to get out. They're wanting to breathe. They're wanting to, you know, experience a little bit of life. And they want that security to come from their dad. That wasn't there before, before this transition thing happened. And there's a lot of things going on. I don't want to be a broken record here, but there's a lot of things going on with COVID-19 that are positive, that are good. And we got to just stop listening to those that are just saying negative things about it. I know it's scary. It's a nightmare on my street. It isn't a disease or a epidemic in some other part of the world. Now it's in mine. It's a it's a virus, not in some other part of the world. It's a virus in mine. On my street. And my heart goes out to you. And I, I ask God to help every one of you that, that have been in a situation where you've been directly impacted by this COVID-19, by this ugly virus, and it's impacted you. And I ask God that would just help you and heal you and comfort you right now because you need that and you deserve that. And, and God, give that to them and help them to receive that because they need your hope. And that's exactly why... Happy life is existing right now. It's exactly why we've upped our, our podcast to two a week now. It's exactly why we started an IGTV series. It's exactly why we started a penny for your thoughts to help people through anxiety, fear, worry, loneliness, discouragement. It's exactly why we're there because we've got to help each other through this transition. But I'm telling you what, we may feel like we're cramped in a cocoon right now. I promise you when they were in that Airbnb, it, they felt like probably like they were in a cocoon and there was no room for them. I can imagine what that did to a marriage. And I can imagine what that did to their marriage. On the one hand, that pressure that, that, that caused on their, on their marriage. On the other hand, what that pressure caused on their marriage. 
if you work through this thing, you come out on the other side, whole, beautiful butterfly. But if you're trying to get out of this thing and you're fighting it the whole way and you don't deal with it, you come out not exactly how you're made to come out. So what I'm really telling you is we're in transition. I want to bring hope to you and tell you we're going to a greater place, a greater space. There's transition going on right now and transition is uncomfortable, but transition is needed if you want to go from glory to glory, if you want to go from great space to greater space. And I don't know about you, but I always want to keep getting better at myself. I want to get better as a husband. I want to get better as a father. I want to get better as a communicator. I want to get better as a podcaster. I want to get better as a human. I want to get better as a child. I want to get better as a brother. I want to get better as a as a helper, as a neighbor. Uh, there's so many areas that I want to get better in. But to get better means you have to get into the cocoon so the metamorphosis can take place. So don't just see this as COVID. See it as a metamorphosis is taking place. We are in transition. I want you to just take a few moments right now. I'm going to stop this podcast for just a few moments. I'm going to put a little Jeopardy music on. Maybe I'll put on some Nightmare on My Street. I don't know. But I'll put a little music on. And I want you to think of one, two, three, or maybe five things. I just want you to think of how many things that you can write down while this music is going on of positive things that are going on in this transition right now. Companies are being more generous and more understanding of people. Our families, we're not taking each other for granted, how we can't wait to hug people again, how we can't, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to let you just think. And if you can't think of anything, say, say, God, what are some things that are better because of this? Just take a few moments and think about that right now. to hear about it. Seriously, I would love for you to call and leave a message on our Yo Stevo number. Just leave a voicemail and tell us some of the things that, that are good or that are happening in this transition time right now. Um, it's 425-200-HAYS, H-A-Y-S, 425-200-4297. Or you can email us at podcast at happylife.studio, podcast at happylife.studio. And if, if you send that stuff to me, if you don't, I can't do anything with it. But if you send it to me, I can put it out in the podcast, whether in written form or verbal form. But there's a lot of good stuff going on. I think if we just shared that with each other, it would help each other. You're turning into this beautiful, and I don't want to get too cheesy here, but there's a metamorphosis taking place. Don't fight it. And yet, I wonder if that caterpillar fights it in that cocoon. I wonder if it just fights or if it just lets it happen. Either way, there's stress going on. Either way, there's friction going on, but that's what's creating, turning that caterpillar into that butterfly. And I know there's stress going on right now. I'm not doubting that at all. And my hat goes off to our first responders. It goes off to our teachers. It goes off to all of us that are trying to live in this scary time, this nightmare on our street. There's a nightmare on my street. But remember, the horizon, a new day is on its way. So Toby Mac, take us out. Man. I feel the blood rushing through my veins. I'm ready for change. It's our destiny. No separating us because we're family. Beautiful together. I do believe we can do anything. It is 
Thanks for listening. I really, really, really hope that helped. Don't just see it as a virus, but see it as a transition period from going from great to greater. Remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. Be base.